You're listening to Power Pearls Podcast, intuitive, purpose-driven yarn crafting to empower your knits and pearls. Hey, Power Pearlers, welcome to another episode of Power Pearls Podcast. Well, today I am so excited because you're in for a treat because we're going to be talking about how to pitch yourself to land a guest spot on your favorite podcasts. So what you're going to learn today is how you can use the power of the podcast to boost your creative business. And I'll show you how to identify podcasts that align with your brand. And I'm also going to share the basic framework for how to launch a podcast tour, which is what I did when I launched Power Pearls back in 2015. And so the way you do this is actually you kind of get in touch with the people that you are the closest to. Your network, you start with your personal network of friends and family, and then you move to your email subscribers to you know, rally the troops, so to speak, to help get, your, get them on your tour team, to help get the word out about the episodes that you will be featured on. You'll also discover the many benefits of keeping the conversation going and how to build lasting relationships beyond the microphone. So be sure to listen until the end because I do have a a special gift for you. I shared this in my last episode, but if you haven't gotten your hands on it, you'll have another chance. It is the secret sauce to creating a thriving business, thriving creative business. So I'm going to be sharing more about that at the end of this episode. So keep on listening. All right, so let's dive in. So now you may want to get a notebook ready because this is a juicy one. There are going to be lots of tidbits. So you want to be able to capture all this in a notebook because there's lots of step-by-step information that you will not want to miss. So no worries if you're out running, if you're out walking, if you're doing the dishes, come on back. You can listen to this again. Check out the show notes page because there'll be highlights there and more details. You can go to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash 92. Okay, let's dive in. Okay, we're going to be talking about how to research and identify podcasts that align with your brand. Then we're going to talk about how you can pitch to get on podcasts. So maybe you just want to start with one or you want to do a group of podcasts. And then that will be how to conduct a podcast tour, which we'll also talk about. Then we'll go into the interview prepping. So the best practices for that. We'll talk about creative ways to promote and repurpose your episodes for increased exposure. And then we're going to talk about how you can build those lasting relationships that go beyond the microphone. Okay, let's start with the first part of this training, and that is to research and identify. Okay. So before you begin pitching yourself to potential podcast hosts, you want to first determine what is your goal? Why do you want to be on a podcast in the first place? You know, you don't want to get on a podcast and have the main goal to pitch your online class or your patterns or a certain, certain product. 
because the goal is to offer value that's free. You want to offer advice. You want to offer, you know, a mini training because you'll always have a chance to pitch what it is that you do. You'll always have a chance at the end to send people to your website. So don't worry about that. The whole goal of a podcast is to offer value and build community. So remember that from the beginning. So what is your goal? And then you want to research the podcast that actually align with that goal and your brand. So here are just uh, some bullets that you want to be thinking of. The first one is which podcasts are in your niche, right? You could go outside of your niche, but it's a good idea to go where you think your people are hanging out, like where they're going to be, you know, what podcasts are they listening to? The second one is how many are regularly publishing episodes. So you might notice some podcasts, they might, you know, there might be a bunch of podcasts that you're finding, but make sure you look at those dates to make sure that they're current. And then number three is what topics do they cover? This is obviously an important one because even if it's in the yarn crafting space, but they talk about something that's very different than what you have to offer, you might be hitting the wrong customer. And the next is, what are their ratings and reviews? So it's good to take a look at that area that's on the side. It's usually on the left side, right underneath the button, the podcast button. Take a look at how they're being rated and reviewed. That can give you some clues about the podcast as well. Then you want to take a look at who's in what's hot. So if you take a look at your iTunes screen if you're looking at the main page of whatever category you're you're in. So for example, with knitting, podcast, yarn crafting, crochet, you would want to search the podcast category of games and hobbies. That's usually the primary uh, category that most podcasters are in. That's their first main category. And then take a look at that first main page to see who's in the top, you know, who's, you know, what's hot, who's in the top episodes and what are the top podcasts. And also, you know, what are they talking about in those categories in the, in that section? Cause if they're hot, that means they're doing something good. And then just a few more things to look at, which podcasts would your customers or potential customers listen to? Is the podcast interview based or solo? What is their social following? And finally, website. How do they promote the episode, their show notes pages, etc.? All right, so now we're gonna take a look at four things. We're gonna talk about how to pitch to get yourself on a show, how to prepare yourself, how to promote, and then how to actually repurpose your episodes. Okay, so let's start with number one, so pitching yourself. So we wanna first talk about email etiquette and the initial outreach. You do not want to have cookie cutter or blanket emails. You really wanna make it personal because you know what is in it for the podcaster? Like why would they want you on the show? And this goes back to what I said before about adding this value piece. You know, don't get on there and just start pitching your online class. How will their audience benefit from what you have to offer? And you also want to be able to, like when you pitch yourself and you send an email to this potential podcast, you want to include easy to access links to your bio 
and your body of work. So it's best to not include attachments because it, you know, sometimes, you know, the whole problem with with uh, having to open up a file that might be corrupt or have a virus. So avoid attachments. Make it really easy through clickable links in your email. Put it all out there, all of it. And then also add a link to a press page that you have on your website with your bio and your photos. Now, this could also be your about page. So that's something you want to take a look at now or before you pitch. You want to take a look at your about page and just make sure that it has your you know, information about you and how people could grab a hold of some of your headshots and other materials that they would need for the actual episode. And then you want to be a person of value, of course. I said this before. This is a huge one. You want to offer value beyond exposure for your book, your class, or your product. And it's always great to offer a mini training or tip because podcast hosts love that because they need they need material and they're looking for guests that can really, really offer value. And you could also offer a bonus or a discount for the listeners. And you could create your very own lead, lead magnet, like a little PDF that they can download at the end of the episode. Okay, number two is interview preparation. So now it's time to prepare yourself for the interview. So here are a few tips for how to prepare. Okay, so the first one is ask the podcast host to share the interview questions because this will really help you to kind of wrap your brain around what will be asked during the interview. And then number two is to invest in a good quality microphone. Now, the first one that I used in the early days was, it's called a Logitech ClearChat. And it's nice because it's a headset with the, with the microphone built in. So you can be hands-free and, you know, you don't have to worry about talking into a microphone that's stationary like uh, some of the fancier ones that you see. And if you've, you've seen some of my Power Pearls unplugged videos, you'll see that on video at times, I would actually use my podcast microphone. You don't need that. I mean, you're going to be interviewed by podcasters, but it would be a great idea to have a good quality microphone because a lot of podcasters will ask you to use one. And this won't break the bank because this this uh, headset that I'm talking about, this headset microphone is about $25. Okay, so number three is who are you? So writing and practicing your elevator pitch is essential because then you can really focus on exactly who you're going to reach. This is really, this goes back to what I was saying earlier, like who are you talking to? What is your goal? If you have a clear mission, you know, you have this thing called an elevator pitch, which is, you know, just a very simple paragraph, maybe if something that you could read in less than 30 seconds, probably more like in 10 seconds, very quick. And it gives the listener a really good idea of exactly who you are in very few words. And then confidence. So this is four. Confidence comes from knowing your why. And I say why in caps. So know why you want to do this. What is your goal? And then number six is your call to action. So what does that mean? That means what do you want the listener to do 
after they are done with listening to the episode. So that is definitely something that you want to have. It might be join my mailing list, come visit me on Facebook, on Instagram. Oh, I have a challenge. Oh, get this cheat sheet. And these are things that you can talk, you know, you can kind of discuss these things with the host ahead of time. So, you know, if you want to offer a freebie, let them know ahead of time. Okay. Number seven is what do you want the listeners to do and feel? So after they're done, what do you want them to, how do you want them to feel? What is the transformation, the inspiring story? Maybe it's, you know, it's, it's, you have something really inspiring to share that's going to really leave them feeling, you know, transformed and excited. So that could even be just, you know, you shared some new tools with them, uh, some new step-by-step tips to do something. And then finally, the last uh, point here is to give the listener something of value, right? That's it. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be a freebie or a giveaway, but just something that they feel like, wow, I didn't know that before listening to this episode, or maybe it just brightened their day. So that's, that's valuable as well. So these are just some things to think about before you start the interview. Okay, let's move on to number three in this little mini training here, and that is to promote the episode. I cannot stress this more, okay, because if you're, gonna, if you're asking to be on a show and the host accepts your invitation, it is your responsibility to share the show and be prepared to share it with your network, with your, you know, on social media, with your email list, if you have one. So be prepared to do this, okay? And to do it immediately. And here's why. Because most downloads per episode happen 24 to 48 hours after an episode goes live, okay? So you want to strike when the iron is hot and do not leave it up to the podcast host to do the promoting. So again, the reason why it's important, this downloads, you know, the downloads happen in the first 24 to 48 hours because iTunes puts your episode out there. So as soon as you hit publish, think of iTunes like like Facebook. It's got an algorithm, if you know that word algorithm. So as soon as you release it, it goes out into the airwaves and then it gets seen. It might even appear on the front page, you know, it might even come into, you know, get onto the what's hot section. Uh, So in order to get the best traction for your episode, it's important that you share it, you share it with your, with your network. Okay. So it might be a great idea for you to create a templated email that you can easily copy and paste and share. Okay. Uh, Because if you're going to be on multiple podcasts at the same time or within like, let's say a two week period, which is really nice to get, you know, a buzz going for whatever it is that you do, um, create something that's templated that can be copy, copied and pasted very, very easily. Uh, you want to alert your newsletter list. So I mentioned that before. So I'm just kind of going through some of these quick bullets here. Um, hold a contest or a giveaway. Now think this out. So if you know that you know you're you really want to get on 
a handful of podcasts or, or just maybe one really amazing podcast, think a couple of months in advance. You know, if you want to do something like a challenge, a contest, a giveaway, whatever, think it all through from A to Z, every single detail. Don't leave any stones unturned. And episode graphic and player should be on your homepage. So the episode, so every podcast episode is released with, well, there's a player. Sometimes you'll see those players on social media, uh, but usually on the website of the podcast, you can find a player. And many times you can actually copy and paste, or you can embed that player on your own homepage and also request the episode graphic. But really, you know what? You can just right-click the uh, graphic, download it onto your computer, and use that in your materials. So there's really not a whole lot. You really, you probably don't have to request anything from the host. But be sure to tag them so they know. And a great thing to do is to tag them, but then also reach out to them and send them a sweet little note that says, You've, you're promoting them today and through the, the, through the week or, you know, for the next 48 hours or whatever your plan of action is. And also let them know that you've, you know, shared it with your newsletter list or and the other places. So that will be a great thing because they'll really appreciate that. Add the episode in your, in the footer of all of your blog posts. So you could, again, this is something that you could template. So if you look at uh, the bottom of my, my uh, episode, so if you go to this, the show notes for this episode, um, powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash 92. So all of the episodes are slash whatever the number is, pretty easy. So this one is powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash 92. So if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see that I have a section or a little opt-in box to get on my, you know, my newsletter. So you can get updates every week about what's happening, about new episodes, about challenges, contests, yada, yada, yada. And that is a place, you know, you can do something like that where you have, you have the uh, episode you know, down at the bottom in the footer, uh, you know, in, in the blog post, or maybe it's pretty, it's prominent, but it's sort of, uh, it's sort of like almost a separate thing from your blog post, you know, kind of the same way that an opt-in would be for a newsletter, if that makes sense. Um, and you know, why not write some commentary, write your own blog post about the episode. (laughs) And then, you know, it's like you are almost like it's, it's like you're repurposing the episode. So there's so much you can do as a guest and there's so much opportunity for you to promote yourself and then create an Insta story. You know, I mean, this is something that I've done in the past. I still do it. Not every time because I've got so many different feelers out there, but creating an Insta story the day that your episode goes live and just tell the story and pull little bits and pieces out of the episode, like little, little blurbs here and there that you can, um, share on your Insta story and maybe elaborate on and go a little bit deeper than you went in the episode. There's always another way to talk about the same thing and then share throughout the day on social. Really, it's a good idea to share in on all of your platforms. And you want to, I don't want to say flood social, but you want to share more than you would normally. So 
you because you want to make a big deal about it because of the 24 to 48 hour time frame that I mentioned. So really put it out there on social media and get a little creative with it. Okay, so let's move on to step four in this training, and that is to repurpose and remix your episodes. So here are some ways that you can creatively repurpose your episodes. Okay, so the first is to write a blog post. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. I said that in the last in the last uh, step, but it's actually part of this episode too. Because, or I'm sorry, part of this step too, because you can actually write a blog post. Uh, a few different kinds of blog blog posts. You can elaborate on the episodes in different ways and write a series of blog posts. So there's that. Uh, And then the next point is sharing the post on medium.com. This is a great platform where you can actually write articles. So you, it's like, you know, you're publishing, it's like you're publishing on an online magazine, you know, similar to the way that you would, you know, get an article published on Lifehacker or, uh, Mind Buddy Green or one of those really big sites. You can do this and you can choose to do it yourself. Nobody has, you don't have to get, you know, permission. So medium.com, check that out. Post on LinkedIn, create a post on LinkedIn and then write an article about it and, and refer back to that post. Same thing as Medium, you know, you can do something similar on LinkedIn. And, you know, really when you, when you write articles, you can really position yourself like an authority. So really think in terms of, you know, writing something in an editorial fashion. And the next is to do a live video and provide commentary about your episode on the live video. Next is to create a series of tweetables, social, you know, whatever social media, like, like I said before, flood social media, but, you know, tweetables, meaning little, little quips, little blurbs, little things that you said, create tweetable quotes. And, you know, you don't have to put them just in you know, on Twitter, like put them all over the place and uh, turn them into graphic. You can turn these quotes into graphic quotes as well. So you could take one of these quotes that you mentioned in the episode, turn it into a graphic quote, tag the, you know, the podcast host, even mention, you know, their website.com, whatever their website is on the bottom, whatever you want to do to really shed more light on this really special event. And I said this before too, but I got, again, got ahead of myself, just reminding you to always tag the podcast host in every post that you put out there. Very important because then they won't know. And it goes beyond just, you know, letting them know because when they reshare it, they're resharing it with their audience and they could potentially have a very large audience. So, you know what, the more the merrier is what I always say, because it's going to get people to see, uh, to, you know, to learn more about you. Uh, hold a contest or a giveaway. And I said that earlier as well, but these are just in the group, in the repurpose and remix category, because you can always go back to an episode that you did months ago and you can hold a contest or take it, you know, take a piece out of the episode and do a contest. Maybe there was something, maybe there was a course uh, that you were giving a, a discount on and you want to do a contest and maybe like a g- giveaway a subscription for your, you know, for your course or your membership site. And then finally, create evergreen content. So 
this is a this is a publishing word, so maybe you you haven't heard of it, but evergreen means it lives on forever, just like you know an evergreen tree doesn't die in the winter, right? So make it evergreen. So it it's it what that means is you post something, right? Let's say you you are using a social media scheduler like Smarter Q or Hootsuite or Meet Edgar, but but these social social schedulers like Smarter Q, which is what I use. And meet Edgar. There, what they do is they re- you can recycle content automatically. So once you put a post up there and you click a little button that says to recycle it, it'll repost. And so what you want to do for these episodes is don't say today. Well, you could say today. Here's a new episode, but write it in such a way that it's timeless. You know that it doesn't sound like that. You know. Uh, to, on a certain day or time or whatever is is in the copy. Make it so that it can stand, it can be timeless and post it at any, at any time. Okay, so that was the four steps in this training. And now I want to finish with how to conduct a podcast tour. Okay, so this is a really powerful way to gain lots of exposure during a set time frame. And this is great because it can help you if you're going to be launching a special event or you're, you know, you want to release an e-course to the world or, you know, maybe you're going to be teaching a live class at TNNA or Stitches or, you know, one of those kinds of venues. So here's the concept. So here are five points for you to consider. Okay, so the concept is you are on several podcasts during a specified time frame, which is usually about two weeks, um, I think two, maybe three weeks. And so what happens is you would be on one podcast, let's say on Monday, then you could be on another podcast on Wednesday, and then another podcast on Friday. And the next week, you could be on another couple of podcasts on, a, you know, random days. But the idea is to get on these shows all around the same time frame. So there's just a big buzz going on about you and about what it is that you have to offer. Okay, and the next step is to seek your biggest cheerleaders to become part of your tour team. So earlier I mentioned that it's a good idea to reach out to your personal network. And these can be your friends, your family, and then even your email list. If you have really, you know, close fans, you know, like those super fans, they call them, but you really want to see how you can recruit people because you'd be surprised. Uh, you may think, oh, you know, I'm bothering people. Uh, they don't have time to do this kind of stuff, but people are really willing. I mean, if they are, they support you and they love what you do, they will definitely uh, help you out. And the the easiest way to do this is to to provide all the content for them and to write the posts, to write the social media copy, and send it to to them in an email saying. It would be awesome if you could share this and maybe you could tweet this out or put this on your Facebook page. So you make it easy. You create the copy. You send them the graphics. You send them all the instructions. So all they need to do is copy and paste. And believe me, it works. People will do it. And then you ask them to tag you. They ask You ask them to tag the host. This works like a charm. If you are willing to do the legwork and make this happen, it it really does work 
brilliantly. And this is something that I did when I launched Power Pearls podcast back in 2015. Okay, so number three in this list here is to offer bonuses and incentives for team members. So what could that be? I mean, maybe if you have yarn, you know, maybe you're a, you're a, you know, you dye yarn and you sell you or you own a shop and you have some yarn that you'd like to, to provide or your patterns, you can offer them patterns. Maybe you have an online course and you can offer them a free course, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, find a way to repay their kindness for doing this and ask the team to share the posts at specific intervals. Okay. So uh, as I said before, you're going to create a a template uh, or, you know, this email that you can copy and paste. And so a good idea is to say, okay, I am going to be posting the, the, uh, this episode at 8am Eastern time. And I would love it if you could also do it as well. So here's the thing. So if you're posting, a po- you're sending out a post about this episode at 8 a.m. and everyone on your launch team is sending out that post at 8 a.m. and they're tagging you and the host, think about how cool that's going to be. It's going to be like gangbusters out there. So that is a really powerful, powerful step. And then finally, the final step in this group of five. So we had five, yeah, five points. So this final one is to host giveaways and contests during the tour and also maybe a challenge. So yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. And you know what? If you do it in little steps and you plan, this is some, this is one of those things that you cannot plan in a week. This is something that you need about a month or two. And really think through every single part of this. So even before, so really, if you are going to be on a podcast, you probably want to also say, hey, I would love to be on the show, but how, like kind of thinking it, you know, out in the future. And most hosts are willing to do that, you know, because if you think about it, most podcasts are kind of batched ahead of time. So you know what, if you're going to be on a sh- you're going to do an interview, you could do the interview and, and request that the, that the show doesn't post, you know, that it doesn't publish, the episode doesn't publish for maybe a month or whatever your, your plan is. Um, but you know, you just want to make sure that, to, that things don't change too much, right? So remember what you, um, the things that you mentioned on the podcast episodes so that you can promote those and start your tour, um, when you're ready to go, when you, you're ready to hit, you know, get the green light. All right. So finally our, you know, this is it, this is it. And then we are finishing up this, this mini training is what this, this really is today. And this, I can't stress more. And that is to build relationships. So really think about how you can um, build those lasting relationships with the podcasters beyond the interview. Keep the conversation going and recycle the content. So some of this stuff is sort of like a reiteration of uh, what I said before. Is that is that a word, reiteration? Re- I'm reiterating. Um, keep the conversation going and recycle the content and always figure out how to keep it fresh and evergreen. The power of sharing fosters goodwill. 
That's number two. Number three is it opens new doors for future collaboration. You never know where it's going to lead. And let me tell you, I've had people on my show that have later asked me to do webinars for them or to teach or be um, a board member or, you know, uh, do a workshop together. I mean, you just, you don't know. You just don't know, but you have to put yourself out there. You really do. And think like a collaborator. Okay. Number four, you'll be viewed as a person of value and you'll be looked at as an expert. Number five, write about the podcast host on your blog. Number six is to invite them on a live video with you. You can have a conversation. Seven, leave an interview. I'm sorry, leave an iTunes review and encourage your audience to do the same. And eight, final point is send a handwritten thank you note. What a nice touch that is. You know, people really appreciate that, that you have decided to go that far and to actually write something by hand and send it to them. So that's it, you guys. That is it. We did it. And I mentioned in the beginning of this episode that I was going to share something very special with you. So I recorded something called The Secret Sauce to a, to a Thriving Creative Business. And this is a very special training. I share five steps that you can implement starting today. If you sign up, you get to you know, start this amazing experience immediately. And so what this training does is that it will help you uncover your sometimes not so obvious skills and talents. And as I say, they are there and it's your job to find them. They can be like your nose. They're always so close that you can't see them. (laughs) So this is a training that will help you to put your feelers out there in multiple ways to become a scrappy creative. So to sign up for this audio training, go to caragotwarner.com forward slash secret sauce. Okay, you guys, this was such an awesome episode. I really hope you got a lot of value out of this and I would love to get your feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Please let me know what you think about this episode and how you're going to apply it to your creative business. Okay. With that, it's a wrap. I'm going to say goodbye and I will see you next time. Bye.